What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Vitayem you episodes the stodzi via nostadzin. Welcome to episode 191. and today we'll talk about the roller coaster kind of day that we saw and uh, it was it was it was a really fun ride <laughs> exactly like a roller coaster honestly if you ask me uh include like literally ride up to the point where when the roller coaster goes like literally 360 degrees and it 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 gives you that sort of rush that is very similar to what uh what what i felt intraday and if you look at just the chart patterns and such especially of bank nifty you will realize that it was really a roller coaster right and like any roller coaster out there in the world this also had an entry ticket and today's entry ticket was borne by the option buyers because of the premium that decayed away into oblivion so with that make sure you're listening to this episode at a speed you're comfortable at and let's get started All right, kicking things off with the FIs and the DIs, we're looking at 258 crore net selling volume for the FIs and 401 crore net buying volume for the DIs. Now, that does indicate a net buying day to the tune of around 150 crore, which is not a lot if you consider that just two days ago, uh, that amount was just astronomically higher. And uh, base, I'm trying to find that amount. I can't figure it out. I don't think, uh, but that'll have to do for now. So you know what I'm trying to say here is that the amount isn't that much. The, you know, basically the extent to which it was a buying day today, and that is sort of reflected on the EOD indices also. Because if you look at uh, Nifty and Bank Nifty, they aren't that uh, negative or that positive. Nifty, of course, is somewhere in the middle. I think Bank Nifty is. mildly negative for its normal you know tendencies so based on that alone i think that it sort of checks out i think that uh, the involvement of these larger players these institutional players was very evident if you were looking at uh, the market depth and just doing trying to do some tape reading and stuff so that is uh, pretty evident and you know it th- the general market today was quite choppy as i said like a roller coaster ride we it, it was just up and down and up and down it was filled with spikes especially after 12:30 pm or so and uh, it's 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 very weird if you ask me because this this sort of just up and down and all those things are really odd when you combine uh, it with just a 6 and a half inch screen i guess so that 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 sort of uh just adds to the uniqueness and the newness of things that's possibly why i feel that things were so odd now looking at the broad market indices i'm trying to see here in my little uh page that i've noted things down in broad market indices were flat ish flat negative i think most of them were in the plus 0.4% 0.5% bracket wix was down today by quite a lot so that's a good sign Uh, FMCG did good, and airlines, aviation stocks, and IRCTC did good as well. Aviation stocks because uh, you know flying is going to resume soon, and IRCTC because I think bookings have been opened 
or they are going to be open shortly now given uh, you know the spikes that had happened that i previously spoke about i think that you know it's it just seemed as if uh, the shorters of the market or people who are going long on the market either way i'm going to talk about the shorters but <clears throat> it seemed that the shorters of the market especially the heavyweight ones they were just trying to bring the market slightly up and short at those levels so that it comes like down and i don't know how exactly that would work like in practice but then it just it just seemed that way because that's the only plausible explanation that i could think of when i was looking at the moves uh intraday so that's another thing i thought i'd mention here it's not exactly related to the market snapshot but then it's just like general market movements not exactly the price levels and i was looking at a few other stocks as well now nifty's gainer best gainer for the day was itc i think it was up 7% or something at 188 and it's very very good to see itc on this list it's been underperforming since the past several years at this point and a lot of these fundamental investors swear by itc and i get the i get where they're coming from honestly i was looking at uh, this really nice medium article by some you know very enthusiastic fundamentals guy and the fundamentals look really nice but then when you talk about the technicals that's where things go downturn uh, not downturn downhill and uh, you know that is where itc has been underperforming and i think that purely looking from a fundamental perspective it's a good pick uh, but then it's probably just the sin stock discount that 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 you know all these sin stock companies face so my my views on itc are very mixed because on the one hand the fundamentals are really good on the other hand there's this saying which says bhav bhagwan che and bhav is clearly not <laughs> supporting the fact that it's a very strong company here in this case so that's my take on itc shifting gears into usd inr we can see that it's almost broken out it's at 74.96 uh, per inr per usd and that's quite a fall and i was looking at the intraday charts and i can see i could see very clearly just how sharply things fell uh, you know in the second half of the previous day's trade if i remember correctly so it was very sharp and uh, we are looking at it almost consolidating at this level so i'm not quite sure if it will uh, you know consider this as a support and then go up but either way i think that it it might just you know take a quick breather as it is right now and then we might see uh, some positive moves interrupting the normal flow by talking about gold here i've been seeing so many headlines about gold prices just doing extremely well so i just want to mention that that gold has been performing exceptionally and uh, typically gold does sort of uh, you know go on the opposite direction compared to the market especially because equity markets aren't doing so well a lot of people might be willing to park money in in gold which is sort of possibly what is pushing gold's demand up and uh, you know when that demand goes up people also feel that their gold holdings are worth a lot more and then when someone wants to buy them they're like hey no i don't want this much and so on so it's like a cascading effect of sorts so i am personally uh, not really that invested in gold i don't have any gold and i don't really track gold so it's a bit difficult for me to tell you if this is a sustained rally or not typically commodities in general are moving very uh, you know wildly and these technicals really don't make a lot of sense on fund on co commodities is what i've noticed 
so i am personally not jumping on the gold bandwagon right now i'm just holding it out i am more than happy with uh, what i've got on my plate right now so i just want to talk about that i can't not talk about gold which has been in the news since the past 2 3 days and uh, yeah so moving on to crude prices we're looking at wti at 34.37 dollars per barrel it's up 2.63% and brent is at 36.65 dollars per barrel up 2.52% so once again a positive day for crude prices i think that they are you know they're positive but then they're sort of forming a very stable positive pattern it's not like we're seeing plus 5% plus 7% as we were seeing in the past if the market's prove me wrong and just tomorrow i look at it and i see it at plus 11% then happy to be proven wrong but then this is what i'm seeing right now it's a very good linear increase in my opinion and this is also uh you know this is also proof that these those negative oil prices weren't really sustainable and everyone who was panicking about it everyone who was going on about you know why why am i not getting paid to put petrol in my car and all that it's obviously an exaggeration but i'm just uh trying to make a point here all of that is bs because had the prices gone up right now you can't have them being so volatile so it was always going to be this way do not like do not fall into that trap of hey crude is extremely cheap and it'll continue being so cheap and i'll get i get to drive my car for free effectively that is really not going to be the case so uh i i wish it was i as, as someone who loves driving i wish it was but that's not going to be the case you're still going to be paying a lot a lot for petrol and diesel and yeah bit bit off track there but then had to be mentioned and i'm looking at a few uh news events also here bajaj fencer profit down by quite a lot and i saw two unrelated news items i just thought i'd mention them here amazon started food delivery these days they're starting off in bangalore and uh, swiggy and zomato have started delivering booze they've started delivering alcohol so if you either drink or if you've got uh, you know a stake in companies which sell alcohol you should be partying right now if you're like me and neither apply to you then it doesn't really matter and uh, you could just tell your friend who is you know in that category and that might be cool for them and yeah uh, global markets right now euro uh, european markets are down asia markets are down sgx is flat positive right now and us is positive but then us of course hasn't really opened yet it's still showing me uh, the details from 0145 145 am this morning so outdated data by the looks of it looks like it's going to be a negative day tomorrow and uh, more on that in the analysis right so we're talking about the indices now 9106 for nifty 17735 for bank nifty weirdly enough while nifty spot is up around 40 points or so 9066 was its previous close nifty future is spot where the previous close was i think it's a few paise here or there 0.4 points or something uh, but it is exactly where it had closed yesterday 9066 so that's extremely interesting to see and uh, i always talk about whoa that's a doji i can't i can't believe it that it's a doji oh i wonder how the movements were i got to experience them this time and i hope you did as well very choppy movements which we'll come to now now i'll talk about nifty spot first because that is what i was tracking for the most of the day 
nifty spot here uh, very choppy moves before 12 uh, pm or so 12 noon or so it was looking all right it was really not looking extremely volatile we were looking at it being fairly subdued almost where it was just restraining its movements it was positive uh, no doubt about that but very mildly so and i was already in a bearish position as long a put at that point of time which i'll speak about in the next segment uh, but it was really very calm and chill but then after 12:30 pm or so is when things really started to amp up we saw a massive you know spike in the prices just before futsi open futsi open negative so we saw uh, you know nifty trying to correct a bit in you know in line with futsi but then just after 12:45 we saw what i think was the very first extreme spike uh, that was seen on nifty it shot up by quite a lot as a result i had to exit all my active positions active nifty put positions i think i had to at that point one uh, one one you know that i'd gotten into initially and the second one when it was at a resistance which i'd gotten into just to add to my uh, you know positions and to add to my profits so i had to exit both of them at a loss but then after that after that very nice and short and decisive seemingly decisive spike things really started to fizzle out and as a result i had to uh, sort of get out of that position and i think that since i'm talking about it this way i'll just include my trades here only so i can like talk about it and not repeat stuff so once nifty was like fizzling out at that point i got into the trade again and then i sort of trailed it because after that after 12:30 or so nifty was almost decisively negative if you look at the charts right now you will see that oh it's so simple you could have just shorted it here but trust me that was not the case if you look at some of the wicks of the candles some of the highs and the lows that the candles had created you can see just how wild the movements were and i highly recommend doing so because you know trust me if you were in front of the screen right now you or you know if you were in front of the screen when the market was actually live you would have seen what sitting on the edge of the seat biting your nails feels like because regardless of which position you were in long or short it it was just a wild ride so very cool to see that happening and as a result nifty sort of closed very very close to its previous close which did not appear to be the case initially initially i thought that uh, since it went around 9177 was the high for the spot so since it reached those levels i was expecting it to at least you know stay above 9150 because it was trying very hard to fight that 9150 to 9140 level but then initially it sort of had to cave in and it went down now talking about the daily chart for nifty we are looking at uh, resistance as i as i said i believe yesterday 9133 was the moving average level that i had spoken about and 9177 was the high for the day so a bit off but then the close is still below that moving average resistance as a result i think and i have the levels here this time i'm expecting uh, it to either take support at 9066 or at 8960 if we are seeing a negative day if we see a positive day of course then today's levels will apply so any cip of the day today any high of the day today any low of the day today all of those things are going to apply a lot tomorrow if it's going to be a positive uh day so keep that in mind and uh, yeah that's it as far as nifty is concerned talking about nifty future it was trading at a discount at one point the basis had narrowed down quite a lot but then the basis widened i think that was 
partially to just shake out a lot of the premium from the option buyers and that was the case it's it's the hard bitter truth if you are buying options that's just how things are going to be and uh, you know best way is to just look at uh, the option chart because you'll see that it opens high and then sort of fizzles out you'll see minor jumps and you'll see minor spikes in the option prices which is what you need to make the most of so that's a very normal thing to happen as a result the EOD basis EOD basis was close to around 40 points or so so quite high uh, but then nifty futures what I was tracking for the second half of the day because you got that uh, you know VWAP which is there you, you have the average trade price which helps you sort of understand uh, where a possible support might be and which level we should look at for a possible consolidation because that is where a lot of these orders will be placed by algos or by just people who are trading so uh that that's nifty bank nifty i wasn't tracking intraday so i just looked at it eod and uh it's very similar to nifty but then it was much choppier much more extreme in its movements its positives were very spiked and very high and very sentiment based its negatives were even more uh you know massive and big and even more sentiment based so it's a possibly a good thing I did not trade Bank Nifty because I'd have been stopped out at least twice or thrice had I been trading Bank Nifty just because of the extreme wild moves that were happening. So uh, that's Bank Nifty. On the daily chart, Bank Nifty looks a bit more negative than Nifty does. But then that has been the case since quite some time. Now, if you're wondering why did I not get into a Bank Nifty put because Bank Nifty appeared weaker, the reason is that Bank Nifty did not appear as weak at the start of the day. At the start of the day, it looked like it was going to uh, be very stable and rock solid. But then after that is when it really started fizzling out. So initially, Bank Nifty was really, you know, being very strong. And uh, so were, you know, important stocks like HDFC, which has an impact on HDFC Bank and on Nifty. Uh, but then after that, you know, eventually everything crumbled. And speaking about HDFC, I can't not speak about my call that I was carrying forward yesterday. And uh, that call, it was in the money at one point. And it was giving me money at one point. It was, you know, kind of above cost. I think one or two rupees above cost. Uh, but then I held on to it as a result. After a bit, HDFC fell down sort of you know went down a bit so i cut my losses at a very nominal loss compared to what i was you know incurring yesterday and the day before i exited it after which the prices fell even further so i'm glad about that and uh overall you know my day's result was it was negative no doubt about that i think 20 percent negative or something but then at one point it was 50 percent negative so i was able to recover a lot of those losses thankfully because my uh you know my view was kind of correct and i'll speak about this in the lesson and uh, yeah so because of my view was correct and because i was e i was able to re-enter into the position i was able to make back a lot of those losses so that worked out for me and yeah let's move to the lesson right so i hope that the previous segment was not too confusing for you because i sort of combined indices and trades i realized that i was talking in the same direction so i might as well just combine the two uh, but anyway so i was talking about uh you know how i was able to recover the losses and that is that is going to be you know my lesson for the day and that is that i was directionally right and had i been directionally right with proper timing i would have made an absolute killing today 
So my lesson for the day is going to be timing. And this is something that I've been observing and noticing since the past few expiries. My direction ends up being correct, but then uh, you know it, it happens with the recovery. So for example, if I'm put side, the market might go up 50, 60 points. I'm talking about Nifty here. Nifty might go 50, 60 points up, and then it might fall around 80 points or so. As a result, net 20 to 30 points is mine but then effectively because of option premium DK I end up getting just 10 points or so out of that if I'm lucky uh, now the next part and the next part of it is if if I'm long you know if I'm long on a call then the market might fall 50 60 points and then it, it might recover 70 80 points and as a result the same thing happens so timing here becomes extremely important another place where I sh you know sort of messed up on timing is when the very first put that I was that I'd entered into I was getting around 500 rupees or so it's not that much but given that the put was extremely cheap uh, you know I think it was a 20 or 30 rupee uh, 30 rupee put that is still a reasonable ROI and I don't talk about numbers you know specific numbers in this one because you know it's it's all percentage based because um, you know one single lot 500 rupees of that 30 or so rupees uh, call is like 17 percent or so but i i just wanted to talk about numbers here because it, it makes it more relevant in this scenario so i was getting around 500 rupees and that's obviously not that high in fact it's 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 extremely uh, low if you account for brokerages as well but then what you have to understand is had i not had i taken that 500 rupees i would not have had to exit that same call at a fairly you know reasonable loss i think that loss on that call was around 2000 rupees and i am purposely telling you the number here because you can imagine from a 500 rupee profit you're, you're going to a 2000 rupee loss that's a 2500 rupee move that you just lost out on so had i had i sort of been more disciplined about that timing i would have possibly made a bit more so that's uh, one of one you know extremely important uh, you know lesson because even though you might be directionally correct but then if your timing is wrong you are wrong period and another lesson that i want to talk about and this is also the reason why i was able to recover uh, a huge chunk of the losses that i made today is communication and what i mean by communication is that since my father and i trade together and since because we just have you know three three sets of screens like one, three phones basically we have to be extremely you know communicative with e with each other and we have to tell each other what's happening because you know i'm i'm looking at data which is relevant for him he's looking at data which is relevant for me so as a result you know in the second half of the day which is when the communication was really nice we ended up recovering a huge chunk of those losses but when the communication was lackluster we we just found ourselves uh, not working as well as a team as we could have and as a result i think somewhere along the line it does affect your trades as well so timing and communication two biggest lessons for the day and i hope you found this episode helpful and informative i think this i don't know even though i'm just reading from a piece of paper with 16 points and i've numbered them 16 points which are just one one line sentences 16 line sentences i still end up you know stretching these episodes about 20 minutes i really have some problem please help me cut these videos uh, not these videos these audios short and uh, you can you can give me tips at markets with kr on twitter at indian markets with kr on instagram i hope you found this helpful and informative see you in the next one happy friday trading